0: tuning in to another episode of Bold Bold Expressions. Today I have yet another special guest with me today. I have a businesswoman, podcaster, fellow moderator, Miss Marcia. Is it Garnett?
1: Yes, Garnett.
0: Garnett. Okay, see, I know I was going to mess it up. All right, so Marcia, uh, tell us something about yourself.
1: Okay, hi. Um, My name is Marcia Garnett. I am a being a technical writer for a tech company by day. And then at night, I have my own business, um, editing, immigrant editing. And I edit books, resumes, websites, um, things like that. And then I also have a podcast with my younger sister called the Hey Sissy Podcast, where we just be talking about stuff. Basically, it's mainly we be talking about deep stuff like toxic families, um, the power in voting, sexuality different kind of you know hot button topics and essentially it's um, us sharing ideas on things sometimes I'm teaching her things sometimes she's teaching me things and then aside from that um, I am married with no children and um, I miss traveling that's yeah that's all I gotta say
0: okay how long have you been married
1: six years okay
0: a nice mm-hmm. number um, mm-hmm. so what um so what, what was the job did you said you do during day
1: i'm a senior technical writer
0: okay and what what, what is that exactly because i have in my so, mind what it is but i'm pretty sure i'm wrong
1: so essentially whenever you get um you buy a product and there's a little instruction booklet or something that tells you how to use your product or put it together that's what a technical writer does they write the documentation to show you how to use your products. Like for example, with an iPhone, if you go online to see their help, someone put that together, how to you know, open your phone, lock it, shut it down and all of that. That's what a technical writer does. And essentially technical writers exist in the tech field. So Apple, Samsung, Tesla, they all have technical writers. And then they're also um, big in the oil industry and in the oil industry, they write more so for engineers, and in, in the medical field, they write scientific stuff uh, regarding medicine and things like that. So it varies by field, but essentially, the overall purpose of a technical writer is to help people learn how to operate things.
0: Well, you know, what, that's one of those jobs to where it's like, well, of course, somebody needs to do that, but I never really thought about <laughs> somebody like actually like sitting down and doing that. Exactly. Exactly, yeah,
1: exactly. Someone does it, you just don't know who or why or what it right. entails.
0: You're 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 an unsung hero. Explain <laughs> to people like me. <laughs> like, all right, do, does this need two tab E's or is it one tab E and another C? <laughs>
1: Essentially, yeah.
0: Okay, that's what's up. And your second one, which I think I knew a little bit about you having your own business but I, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure like how much it encompassed. Um, mm-hmm. so you do editing, you said for websites, for books and what else was it?
1: Uh, Resumes. So that's the biggest thing that I do. Book editing is my like bread and butter and then websites and resume editing is my, um, my more smaller clients, like smaller money and um, smaller clients. And far I have less of those and I do a book editing.
0: I would definitely have to hook you up with my wife after this then
1: oh yeah I'll send you my um my rates and all my services
0: okay cool all right now how did you get involved with that like how what what made you decide you wanted to start your own business
1: okay so um growing up you know how when they think like you think about what you could do for the rest of your life Growing up, I always thought if I could get paid to do one thing, it would just be to read books. Well, um, later on in life, I took a technical editing class and I was like, oh man, that would be awesome. That's something I could potentially do in the future. So when I went to grad school, I went to grad school for editing, but I ended up becoming a technical writer anyway. And then in 2016, I had um, a family member who said God called her to write her story in a book. So she started writing books and I essentially started helping her, um, edit them for free because, you know, I was English major all my life, technical writer by profession. I've been helping people write stuff for like over 10 years. And so I was like, yeah, I'll help her edit her books. And so I helped her edit two of her books. And so I was like, you know what? This is fun. I like this. I'm getting good at this. I'm going to do this for a business. So in 2018, um, January 2018, I started Emerald Garnet Editing, and then I started, um, you know, putting myself out there, built my whole website, everything, started taking um, certification classes so I could be, like, a professionally certified editor, um, have some credentials by my name, and some formal training, and so I've been doing that for two years now.
0: A yes, for formal training and getting some stuff, put a hand on it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. That's 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 really cool. Um, so what, what is it about um, editing that you, I don't want to say like, but what is it that you feel like you get out of it?
1: Essentially, I enjoy it because as an avid reader, I love reading books anyway. And then I love reading the things that people come up with. Like the books that I've read just through my editing have been really interesting. So Um, One book I enjoyed editing was this book by this, um, I think he was a curriculum director at the time he wrote his book. He had been a a principal and a teacher before, and he had like a doctor's in education, and he essentially wrote a book about how the education system essentially in a way mistreats or um, discounts black and brown students, particularly black students was his focus of his book and so it was just really interesting to read like all the research that he had done and all the information that he provided in the book, all the scenarios he'd seen in his time as a principal and a curriculum instructor. And so I just really love to read these books about people's life experiences, read the knowledge that people have. Um, There's another book that I enjoy editing where this lady Um, did a devotional about how to essentially marry your physical and spiritual fitness. And she talked about how churches tend to focus more on like um, sins like um, homosexuality, if you think that is a sin, or, um, you know, stealing or adultery. But she said they don't focus on the sins that we're all most likely to commit, which is like gluttony and not taking care of yourself. And so she sent, um, so the book just basically was a devotional to get you to, you know, think more about your physical fitness in the spiritual term of things. She used Bible scriptures to go along with it. So that's why I like editing, because I get to read all these awesome ideas that people have and enjoy what I do and help them make their books better, you know? Well, you know, not so much better, but well formed books.
0: No, no, you meant better. I got it. I (laughs) feel Like, first of all, there's plot holes everywhere. I need you to fix that.
1: (laughs) And that happens. People write like they talk. Because a lot of, for a long time, people were taught to write like they talk, which is kind of sort of not good advice. It's good in that you want people to write in a conversational tone. But Uh it's bad in that when people talk, they jump from place to place. They skip over details. Um, they drop details, they, um, switch things around. And so it's kind of chaotic to really follow the way someone talks when you're reading it. Cause then you're like, "But well, wait, how do we get here? But what's this dude's name? And
0: so you know what I, I heard that recently was something I wrote and the person who read it, it, was like, yeah, it's, it's good, but it's, you're writing it like you're talking. And I was like, and <laughs> until you just explained it, I didn't realize <laughs> What I was like, that does make sense. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, it's like, well, I, I know I need to go back and I knew I needed to go back and do it over anyway. Mm-hmm. But now they just, thank you. That- <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, because <laughs> yeah, cause before, before the whole notion to write like you talk, it was write very formally. And so people would write like try to use big words and just write with this very flowery language, which people couldn't understand. So then, as a way to like get people away from that, they said, "Well, white, like you talk." Well, then that people walk, started writing too casually, and so it's that you have to find that medium of writing in a consistently manner, a consistent manner that's easy to follow, but in a informal tone, so that the reader is like, "Huh," <laughs> so the reader isn't like, "Huh," when they're trying to figure out, you know, where you're going with this story
0: yeah that makes that makes <laughs> complete sense it's, it seemed the so like people were writing in one way and kind of mm-hmm. as an overcorrection they'd say just do this and really it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like like most things in life it's somewhere in the middle
1: yeah people
0: always want to be one extreme or the, or the other and a lot of times it's like no nah, it's okay to be in the middle
1: exactly cuz a lot of my authors they say, well well, I heard you're not supposed to read your book, or I heard you're not supposed to edit your book. And I'm like, well, in a sense, they're wrong. You're, um, <laughs> because you're not supposed to be your only book editor. You are supposed to read through your book. You are supposed to do some basic editing. Like, if you read through your own work, you'll catch small errors like um, uh, uncapitalized I, or if you use the wrong word or if you miss the word. Those are things that a regular writer can catch themselves. The things you won't um, catch so easily is like if you have a bunch of run-on sentences. So to you, you, your sentence may look right, but to me, I'm like, ma'am, the sentence is 50 words long. It's too long, right? right. And So that's what an actual editor is for. They're to catch the nuances that you may not catch because you're not like formally trained. And then also with, like we said, with instance, with plot holes or you drop in a character's name or you not not um, the description of a character changing from chapter to chapter. That's something that a professional editor would catch that you may not catch, but you can catch the small things, misspelled words, um, stuff like that.
0: I would also <clears throat> say that I know sometimes one thing that m- may be caught and I know. I try to do this for me. I hate when I'm writing something. Then if I reread it, I'm just like, how'd you not catch that? Because sometimes Mm -hmm. you do the things to where you're reading something and your brain automatically jumps, um, bridges gaps that aren't there. So you could be be reading something and you add a word that's not there because you know it's supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. But then somebody else is just like, there's something missing. It's like, no, it makes sense. It's like, no, there's like... (laughs) there's like a whole word missing here It's like okay
1: exactly your brain autocorrects and so um as an editor it takes me a lot of practice to read the words that are on the page um and so that my mind doesn't autocorrect because i like to read and i've read some bad books just for pure fun like the twilight books they're poorly written and i had to turn off the part of my brain that knows good writing, just so I can enjoy them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, so, that seems that seems like a lot to do just to enjoy the book. It's like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I did enjoy it once I turned that part of my brain off. I really enjoyed the storylines, but at first I was just like, "Good God!" <laughs> uh,
0: it's like it's like when uh, I but I can understand it's like for certain movies, like uh, like the Fast and Furious movies. People just like yeah. I just want to turn my brain off and just enjoy the the pretty colors and the lights.
1: That is me, because I took a um, a class in grad school that was all about essentially noticing stereotypes and tropes in movies, mm-hmm. and um, the teacher like broke down Shrek on all the like stereotypes in Shrek, and I was like, Good God, this is gonna ruin every movie for me. <laughs> And so I had to turn it off. I I enjoy watching movies, so I can't let like all what I know about stereotypes and tropes make me not enjoy them anymore.
0: See, I, I am not as uh well educated as yourself and a lot of people <laughs> that I talk to. The yeah. stuff Say what?
1: That's it, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the stuff I've picked up has been I watch I listen to a lot of movie reviews. Mm -hmm. and and so I pay attention to stuff like that I also like watching uh, Cinema Sins which some of the stuff that are sins they're just picking at for fun but other stuff is art but other things that they have are like legit like little mess ups and so Mm -hmm. I will I, I, I am known for picking stuff out like a lot of times I'll notice um Mostly I'll notice when the, the type of stuff I like is probably like either a cop drama or like something action some action movie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'll notice like they'll the like one of the born the Jason Bourne movies. Like mm-hmm. near the end of the movie, he's he's telling one of the, the head guys he's ask he's demanding some answers from him and he has a gun. And in one scene he has uh, a certain gun a, a Glock but then I'm guessing and it was a pickup shoot from a different day and the the scene is shot from Jason's perspective and it's a completely different gun yeah and it's like I'll yeah. notice things like that and especially like on tv shows I'll be like that's not the gun they normally have it's like how's mm-hmm. nobody picking that up mm-hmm. and I, th-
1: I guess they probably just figure regular people won't notice it because There's a scene in Waiting to Exhale where Loretta Devine only has on one earring and the earring switches from ear to ear depending on where the camera is. (laughs) (laughs) And so I didn't notice it when I originally watched the movie, but when I watched it when I got older, I was like, this chick, they just let the hell do this thing with one earring on, huh?
0: (laughs) Now I got to go watch that movie to to watch for that scene. I was like, she's right. She only got on one earring.
1: Yeah, and then the, um have you seen the memes about fatal affair? How um Mia Long has her phone upside down?
0: Well no, I I've heard that on the review that I listened to. They were just <laughs> like, yeah, she had her phone upside down and the the person who's supposed to uh what is the
1: uh Kevin Angel said it was a that's
0: that's that's what it was.
1: Script something. <laughs>
0: Was the best script I don't know. What, whoever it was, they failed on that one. Yes, they did. They
1: did, <laughs> or they may no. have not had one, and that was probably the problem.
0: <laughs> well, no, it, pro- probably not, since it's um, what's her name, Nina Long's production company. So it's probably just it was her things.
1: production company.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I heard. That that's that's like her thing.
1: OMG! So I was watching this movie with friends, and we was just like, Mia Long just phoned it in because she <laughs> said her lines with no emphasis, like her eyes was like just blank, and we was like, why is she just not acting? <laughs> so that probably why she probably like, I'm gonna get this check regardless. Yeah, I'll just go get these lines. <laughs> or probably,
0: or probably the director was <clears throat> from from what I've seen, because I I'm not gonna. Waste my time watching that movie. That from what from what I've already seen <laughs> and heard is like no, this is no. Like uh, they there probably is a thing of like I don't know. She hired the director or who brought the director on, and they're probably like intimidated to bring out the best performance from her because I've seen that a couple times. Somebody who an actor or actress who people normally think. Aren't that good? They can get mm. with a uh, director that knows how to pull that out of people, like um, Channing uh, Channing Tatum.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: like one, <laughs> one uh, nickname I've heard from him is "Charming Potato," because they're oh, like,
1: no. because they're like he's
0: he's <laughs> a really <laughs> he's a really attractive guy. He's I guess serviceable, but he was never one to be like, oh, he's a really great actor. And I yeah. want to say it was this movie, Foxcatcher, to where he played mm-hmm. this um, this uh, this wrestler, mm-hmm. and uh, Steve Carell was like his coach, and like something was like seriously wrong with this dude, but mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, he he had a really great performance in there, and you know it was because of the director, and that that and happens. You know like,
1: Oh, I was just going to say, and a book editor, a good book editor is uh, like a director in that way, in that sometimes authors, you know, you have an idea in your mind, and it doesn't always come out like that on paper, Mm -hmm. and so a good editor can help you to pull that out of you by asking the right questions, and to get you to think more deeply about what you've written, or what you're trying to aim at.
0: Well, no, that was a question I was going to ask you in... How hard is it you salula? Repeat that. How hard <laughs> is it for you to find um your author's voice?
1: Oh, it's not hard at all. Um, because the goal is always to help the author maintain their voice. So when I'm editing, I make sure to not put me in the book, but to make sure it's still them in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the the biggest thing for an editor is to not change the author's voice. The author, how you write is your voice, right? Unless you're trying to write like someone you're not, and that comes off. Because I did have one author, and I was like, um, I was like, you're writing too formally. Um, this doesn't feel naturally. So um, I would in my thing, I would t- try to tone down the informality of her writing but essentially people write how they you know talk so to speak and then that's their voice
0: yeah because I I've noticed that with because I'm once again it's not as educated as you are I have read some books mm-hmm. um I'm a I'm a nerd I don't want to say nerd I'm a geek that's better and so the stuff I read, I read more comics and certain things like that and that type of literature. I gonna say literature, but whatever. And yeah. you can tell, it's like, you know, with different authors, it could be the same, it could be the same character. Mm-hmm. You can have three different Batman stories, but depending on the author, you can, you can hear, you can see their voice or what they think mm-hmm. of that character each in those different three
1: yeah
0: like um go ahead no yeah because i I was just going to say because everybody has their own interpretation of something and a lot of times somebody's what's crazy is is, as far as that medium is that people are writing for characters unless unless it's an creator-owned thing everybody has their Mm -hmm. own interpretation for something and a lot of times What one person's interpretation is um, contradicts completely what came before. And so Mm -hmm. that's always a a funny thing to deal with, you know, as far as different, you know, well known characters like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. We see it all the time in like movie remakes and things like Jumanji. The remakes of Jumanji are nothing like the original of Robin Williams. And it's just because the directors and the writers, they, saw that in a new concept. And so you can always put your spin or your voice on, you know, something that currently exists and make it your own. It's just because you're doing it, it is your own, right? Right. Unless you're intentionally trying to um, imitate something. And then um, my second point I want to make is you, sir, just because you don't have the formal education that I may have does not mean you're any less educated. Because you know things that I don't know, so you're educated in ways that i am not
0: yeah, yeah. i i never just i never shy away from from suffer uh deprecation but
1: uh, <laughs> not today sir not it's, today
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's all injustice all injustice <laughs> but um that great transition brings me into uh uh is somebody having their own voice about different things and having their own spin. You ma'am have a podcast of your own, which I have listened to uh and I I I like called uh Hey Sissy. First of all, mm-hmm. the first <laughs> when you when you first sent the link and I was like, okay, let me see what, what Marcias is when it started and the rap starts, I was like, I'll snap. I was like I ain't got no rap song. It's like okay <laughs>
1: And you know, I made my sister do that because my sister um, likes music, like she's um, written a couple of songs and recorded a s- couple of songs on her own and they're on her YouTube somewhere on the internet. She goes back and forth with deciding if she wants to be a music artist or not. But because when we started our podcast, I was like, you have to write us a theme song. And she was like, what? I was like, yes, you have to write us a theme song. She's like, I don't want to. I was like, but you are. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: you bullied her. <laughs>
1: I did I bullied her into doing it and so she wrote something and I read it and I was like she wrote one and I was like I don't really like this one but then she wrote another one and I was like okay let's see so I kind of combined what she wrote for two songs and so that was just like after us being in my house for like two hours we kind of just mixed it back and forth and played around with it and then at first she was trying to find like Free beats on YouTube. And I was like, I don't like none of these beats you're playing. I was like, why don't we just make our own? Like it was literally a collaboration between the two, me forcing her to do it. And then us going back and forth with ideas and playing around. And so that what found what we ended up with. I was super proud of it. And I was like, Oh, even if no one hears it, I love it. Cause it came out really good.
0: And we know what, that's the, that's, that's a, a big thing of even if no one hears it, you know are you happy with it mm-hmm. and that's that's something I talked to um, when I interviewed andre uh I talked to you know said something about him was like, even if I don't get as many people as I would you know theoretically like to listen to something, mm-hmm. I still want to put out the best thing that I can, and if yeah. I'm happy with it, then whoever does listen to it, I'll know that they got the best of whatever.
1: And,
0: exactly and that that song is like it's, it's it was hilarious and it's just like i like listen to it whenever you know just playing in my head go sissy, <laughs> pay go sissy. i was like oh
1: yeah and it's funny because i didn't expect me to be the one that was rapping on it
0: <laughs> that, that was the other thing i was like is this is
1: <laughs> That is the first and last time I will ever do that, so I'm glad you enjoy it, because that was not the plan at all. I didn't even know. I was just like, oh, you can do us a theme song. You can write it, and I, maybe I can sing a little song in the background, but for me to have to, like, wrap the whole thing, and we recorded this on her phone. Like, it's not the best of quality, but it was good enough.
0: <laughs> it's, you um, know what? I think I had put up a picture once in, uh, in a chat uh, a throwback phone that I had. I found at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. Think about. I I believe we're about the same age. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thirty. So what? I'm
1: thirty-two.
0: Okay, I'm thirty-five. So yeah, close enough. Okay. Mhm. The the phones that we had, like in high school, I remember having that brick black Nokia with the mm-hmm. brightest freaking blue screen in the world that thing could light up my bedroom like nothing Mm -hmm. and just imagine it was
1: play snake on it
0: girl what (laughs) 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 i'm in there playing snake like i'm playing on my xbox like it's a real (laughs) like it's a 60 dollar game but no and it's like the things we can do on our phones now (laughs) like One one thing, like I was debating, is just like dang, I wasn't going to. I'm not gonna make it. I could just, just start the Zoom on my phone, and just the fact that that's a thing, mm-hmm. it's just like like I'm gonna be late. I could start this. I can start and record this voice uh, chat thing on my phone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and, I, and that's that's what my sister and I do. We use my phone to record the audio and her phone to record the audio. So that okay. we can post both on YouTube and on Anchor. And so I edit the audio for version of our podcast and she edits the video version. <laughs> it's like so, our phones do all the things.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, so you don't, that's the thing, you don't need a cam, you don't need a special camera. Josh uh, does all of their recording on those iPhones.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's exactly.
1: like, you don't, <laughs>
0: it's, it's like it's becoming less of a, it's the further we go, you're having less and less of an excuse to not do something that you want to do in that regard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it all, and it always amazes me when people are still like, well, I don't know what to do or "Well, what can I do? And I'm just like, you have an, a smartphone, whether it's a Samsung or iPhone, you have a computer that you walk around with all day, every day. And YouTube University is available 24 hours of, in the day. You can learn anything right but here, right now.
0: I, I looked up a video. There was a, a headlight of one of the light bulbs out in my car. I looked up a mm-hmm. YouTube video how to do it. It didn't come with no mm-hmm. book with the car or nothing. I was just like, let me look up a video to figure out where it is I need to do this. And I did it like that.
1: Hmm. Yes. Yep. And so, at this point, you can learn anything. And so, the only thing that's stopping you in this day and age is literally you. Mm-hmm.
0: But um, I know you said you upload and and um, edit with to to Anchor. I mm-hmm. also that was another thing that shocked me. I was just like, oh, I use Anchor too, and that was something to where it's like I was, I love podcasts, I love listen to them, and I. I was like, man, I would love to be somebody who can have a a show, and I can just talk, where I can have a conversation with other people, and people will listen to it, you know, because I feel this way about X, Y, and Z, and different things. And my wife was like, why don't you do it? I'm just like, well, I don't have editing, and I don't have this, and you know, um, you know, I was big on I don't have this, I don't have that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I think was well, I can't do it the way they can or can't do it to their level. And it's just like, you know, if you try to, if you're, if you're going to, if you keep trying to chase it the way somebody else does, then you're never mm-hmm. going to do it because you're never going to, in your mind, you're never going to do it to the level that they are because you've already put them to a, you've already put them on a pedestal.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and that's what we have to also remember I mean, it's real easy to be like, well, I can't because of X, Y, Z, whatever reason. But we have to remember, like, we're seeing them where they are now after, like, months or years of working up to this point. Like, we have to go back and see where they were when they started to remind ourselves that, okay, if this is where they are now, then I can go along the same path and get there, too.
0: Right. And, like, the people, the people I listen to the most are people who – like somebody like Tony or Kiff, people who make a living talking to begin with, mm-hmm. and they're already coming with a preloaded fan base, or mm-hmm. the movie review shows I listen to, and they have other shows, but they started like over 20 years ago doing things on basic cable. Then they had mm-hmm. a website that's like 10 years, it's like they, it's like. The thing I always talk about with people is like whenever there's an actor or actress or somebody who we say, oh, they blew up overnight. It's just like, like you said, it's like we're seeing them now. We're not seeing like uh, Tiffany Haddish is a good, I, I didn't, I've never heard of Tiffany Haddish until the Carmichael show. And then like after that you start seeing her in a lot more roles and different things and everybody's just like, oh, who's Tiffany Haddish? and it was after that to where you start hearing all these comedians like yeah i've been knowing about her she's been grinding she's been doing this this and this and it's like oh i i, I never knew mm-hmm. but what uh what made you want to do um a show with your sister and like how did you guys come up with a with the name cuz i can tell you at least for me, it is so difficult. That's why I'm so happy
1: <laughs> for <laughs>
0: you guys for recording with me. And that's why I was I was always hate when something goes wrong, because it's just like because it is so freaking hard for me. Because there was somebody I was supposed to record with yesterday, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. overslept. I was like, okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and then like just yesterday, it was just like I didn't, I didn't do nothing. I wanted to. <laughs> Aww. But it's just like oh, And I've talked to other people just like, yeah, so did John download Zoom yet? Oh, we're supposed to download Zoom? I'm like, bro, we talked about this. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: the podcast was actually my sister's idea. So my sister's name is Donye. So the Mm -hmm. podcast was her idea. She's like, hey, I think we should do a podcast. And I thought it was funny that she asked me because she doesn't listen to podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so in the early days i had to be like ma'am i need you to listen to some podcasts so you know how this goes because we were struggling at first like i'd have to like right now we're not consistent because of coronavirus and she lives further away from me than she did before and she doesn't really have a car so our upload consistency isn't really there yeah. um but in the beginning days like I, when we were being consistent like consistently recording everything i was having a struggle to get her to consistently post. Because I was like, ma'am, with podcasts, they post early, same day, same time. Because people who listen to them back when the world was open, I said they tend to listen to podcasts at work. So I had to, like, work with her on that. But it was her idea. And the name, basically, we did, like, a poll on my Instagram and her Instagram and on Facebook. We picked, like, a set of names and we had people vote on them. And then uh, we narrowed it down to two. She didn't like the Hey Sissy podcast. Like, Hey Sissy was my idea because whenever she would call me or text me, she would always go, Hey Sissy. And so, and I would say, Hey, little sister. Like that was our back and forth together. So I was like, that should be the name of our podcast. And she's like, no, I don't like it. But we put it out to people on our social media and they all voted for that one. So we had to go with it.
0: (laughs) So you low-key bullied her. So you low-key bullied her into the name
1: and I bullied her into making us a song.
0: Right. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't bully her into the name. The people voted on the name. Uh
0: uh-huh. so I but just you,
1: won. You you put the
0: option song. out there.
1: I <laughs> did.
0: Mean, I did. Made it possible. Like she wanted mm-hmm. that. She's like, no, the sissy is is our thing. That's that's what I want to. That's what I like to do.
1: Nope. That I put it out there because I was like, it's cute. You. We already have this back and forth. Like, why not just use it and. It worked out because we went through like a whole long list of names and spent all that time like Googling and make sure names weren't taken and all of that. Um, but we finally set it on a couple, had people vote, and this one, that's the one that won.
0: That was, you know what, for, <clears throat> I'm trying to think how I, when I tried to come up with different names, I don't know what other names i thought of but it is it's like you don't think about it until you have to do it to where it's like okay i want to come up with something that you know it's like what what's the like for my wife she she has a podcast she has you know a podcast, a website and the different things different things that she's mm-hmm. doing and mm-hmm. one thing i told her like when i thought about mine is like okay what is the i guess the vibe that you want when you are coming up with a name is like, do you want to give off a vibe that is, oh, this is going to be something jokey, 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 you know, or it's playful or is it serious? It's like, what's, what's the thing? It's like, okay. And it's also uh, to where I think when you, just the same as naming children, you also want to come up with something that if someone is to mess with the name, they don't, they can't say it's something else uh maybe vulgar or something stupid like that yeah it's just like you know because and you and it's it's just really difficult because you want something that kind of rolls off the tongue or something that Mm -hmm. sticks with somebody
1: yeah and i
0: can't and i i I shopped mine around for for a, a couple of people uh and it's like uh, a play on a nickname that I was given. So I'm just like, OK, I'll use that. Oh. And with this, and I thought it was cool until I start trying to be like, OK, I'm going to get like a website and do this. There's a lot of stuff named bold expressions. I'm just like, really? I was <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I suck. I don't, don't want to run into another Lady, lady A situation.
1: You're right. <laughs> okay, so I ended up finding the um, the names we had, the top five ones we chose. So we had the Millennial Sisters, Hey Sissy, A Woman's Word, Life in Perspective, and the Sister Happy Hour. And now that I see what we picked, I actually liked. <laughs> Yeah, and then I had people suggest names too. Someone suggested two peas, one pod. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then someone else suggested Sister Talk. Oh, my sister, she wanted the Sister Happy Hour. But um, so then we had narrowed it down to Hate hey, 50 and the Sister Happy Hour. And Hate sister won by 43%. So. Okay. What the heck? Mm-hmm.
0: The only thing about Sister Happy Hour. I don't want to say not all of your shows are an hour, are they? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's it was like, yeah, you got to stick that out like cuz that's that's going to be cuz I'm telling you, if I saw sister happy hour and I listened one of one hour, you better believe I was <laughs> going to be leaving you a comment be like, "Uh, really? I was I was going to be really? that
1: person. I was promised an hour. I got 45 minutes." <laughs> <laughs> right. I I'm
0: going to be I'm gonna be pushing up those internet nerd uh imaginary glasses. Um excuse me, ma'am. You said it was happy hour and I only had 47 minutes. This is false advertisement. I am giving you a thumbs down.
1: Yeah, and I didn't like that option because I was like, you don't even drink and happy hours are always associated with drinking. So. Right. But <laughs> the, the people won and I won too. So there's that. <laughs> And I'm actually amazed that people even listen to our podcast. Like um, on Anchor, it says we have like 500 plus overall listeners. And I was like, people really be out here listening to what we got to say. I'm amazed. Yeah, that's what's up.
0: So you you have the benefit of having, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I'm guessing like followers on your both your uh, socials. And yeah. also, you have the benefit of actually providing a, Fun and entertaining podcast.
1: Yeah, I guess. And
0: seemingly being on a somewhat consistent, you know, basis or whatnot or what what have you, Mm -hmm. because that helps a lot. Because when this when this hit, and I had my son all the time, and there was a good, I want to say like, I have to check. There was a few months to where I did nothing, and I was just like, I am. I was sick I was like I haven't recorded anything Mm -hmm. and then I was mad I was like there's so many there's and it wasn't like there wasn't something to record I just didn't have the option to do so Mm -hmm. and it's like you know and I and I felt bad because I'm like okay if I don't do something now by the time I get around to recording something, the things I want to talk about are going to be old. And I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to run into that issue.
1: Right. Yeah. I can totally feel that. Um, because oops, sorry for all the background noise. I can totally understand that. Cause, um,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, now I didn't forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> uh,
0: I think we were talking about, uh, Oh, when i was saying uh, cuz i was trying to pull up cuz i was having some issues too i thought mine was about to cut off cuz i tried to look up um on the computer and for some reason it keeps telling me i'm not re- re- you know connected to the internet but i clearly still am but i <laughs> just <check. laughs> i could just check on my phone uh, i started you know started off you know new year's resolution I had about one, two, three, four, maybe five in January. And then it goes from there to March 7th. (laughs) It's just like, Jesus.
1: Yeah, and we had took like a break um, for like we ended the season last um, December because I was going to Kenya for a week. And then, you know, it's the holidays and everything. So we took a break. And then we started back up. We were supposed to start in January but I had like a lot of editing projects so I wasn't mentally ready to do it so we had moved it back to February and then I think I was still like mentally drained so then we moved it to March so then we did um, a couple of podcast episodes in March and then we had a delay because I had a dog and he had got sick and so that was taking up all my time and I was like not sleeping because I had to do so much for him and he, he ended up passing away. And so then it was like three months we didn't record. So then we picked it back up in June. And so we recorded, uh, I think, probably only five episodes this season because of like, you know, coronavirus and the stuff going on in our personal lives. And so we still want to record podcasts podcast in person. But like I said, she doesn't have a car. She lives further away from me. And so we can't really do it in person anymore. So now we're thinking about doing it on Zoom just so we can go back to being consistent.
0: Yeah, that's what, Zoom is such a lifesaver to be able mm-hmm. to, like I said, do this. I'm able to record with you and uh, Damani and Kev. Mm-hmm. I actually have to get back with, uh, with Kevin to finish ours. Um, yeah. And Andre, it's just like, you know, before it would have just been like, oh, it would be nice to, it would just have to be, <laughs> it would just be me sending you guys messages and just like screenshotting that and putting it up, be like, this is my interview with so-and-so.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. So the technology we have is definitely a game changer and in some cases a lifesaver. So I do, I am happy and um, that we have it because, you know, through Kev's Discord, you know, I met you and a bunch of other people, and um, I wouldn't have met y'all otherwise, because you're in St. Louis and I'm in Houston, so it's unlikely we would have ever met.
0: <laughs> I'm, 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 not, I'm gonna go one step further. It would not have happened.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that is, okay, I don't know why my computer's tripping, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah i'm just happy it's, it still has everything up but yeah that is people companies have adopted it and it's just like you know to the to the applause of some and to the groans of many others um zoom, <laughs> zoom meetings have become a thing and skype mm-hmm. seems to have kind of fallen to the side um let me see google is trying to get in but I don't I don't know about Google because they seem to they seem to start something and if it doesn't go exactly the way they want to they are quick to cancel a service that they have even if it's working right like
1: yeah is Google Hangouts still a thing
0: yes it that that actually is still a thing but they also have Google Duo which hmm. they're not really pushing as as hard but they also have Google Meet um. Hmm. And which is just like, but you, it's like, why do you have <laughs> so many different versions? It's yeah. like, hey, like say Hangouts, Meet, and Duo is like, but that's all Google. It's like, why don't you just consolidate it? Yeah. And just have like, okay, if you want Duo for the phone, just have it be Meet, but for it's like, but you can use Meet and what, you can use Hangouts or whatever through your phone. It's like, why do you, Yeah. I don't know
1: they don't know either
0: <laughs> yeah because like i listen to a lot of stuff on uh google Podcasts and also through something else they have uh google play music and apparently they're shutting music down it's just like oh, it's like but there's certain things i can only do through music that i can't do through google podcast like I, I can actually listen to music through play music i can pull up a playlist and listen to that and I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but what how did you um was it difficult finding your voice with your sister like having that cadence uh between back and forth uh between the two of you?
1: um no, it actually just kind of flowed because basically we just started recording what we did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So me and her had deep conversations anyway, but the only difference now is that we plan out our episodes and we will come up with like some questions just to have something to talk about when we're talking Mm
0: -hmm. or if
1: we have guests on the guest part, um, that's the part that may um, involve a little more effort, having a guest, you know, coming up with questions for them so they know what to expect, um, know what we're going to talk about. But in general, when it's just me and her, our back and forth is just natural. Now we're just recording it and playing it, allowing people to see it.
0: Because that's, I am, I am much more uh, free flow. Mm-hmm. Mostly because a lot of mine, majority of mine is just me talking to myself and seeing if anybody feels the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And so um, I'll put it out there. And uh, when I record with people, a lot of times I didn't have, initially I didn't have many questions. Like like for you, I knew two things I wanted to talk about because mm-hmm. I knew it was like, okay, I know that when I ask this one question, you're gonna say something and that's gonna allow me to ask a different question based off of that. And it's like from there, we can naturally flow between one topic or another Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and like i've already gotten the two questions out and that has gotten us roughly an hour yeah like that's pretty good yeah it's like when i recorded with my sisters they were just like so what are we going to do i'm like well no one is not like don't worry about it i'm just going to ask y'all who y'all are (laughs) and just and like i know from the way we talk i know that's going to handle whatever and and it normally does because I myself, I can get off topic a lot, but I feel like it's, as long as something entertaining, it, mm. it won't be, you know, because even if we get off topic, it would be something that people can relate to or people find enjoyable. Exactly, and, exactly. And still try to rope it around, uh, back around. Uh, how many people have you recorded with, sorry, recorded with, uh, like at one time, what's, what's the max number?
1: So Max, we've done is one um, person. So we just had one guest on each time. We do want, um, we have this idea planned um, and coronavirus kind of messed it up. And I'm going to try to pitch it to him again. But my cousin and his wife, we want to have them on the podcast to talk about life after divorce. Um, mm-hmm. And we were going to do it back in March, but then coronavirus happened, the world shut down and they have two young children. So we just canceled it. And I wanted to try to pick it up again before, you know, the surge, the second surge happened. We were going to try to do it again, but they couldn't, they weren't able to do it then. So um, I might just see if we can get them on a Zoom call um, one day, one evening after they put the kids down or something uh, to see if they want to do it again. Because that's like, you've watched our podcast. A lot of them be deep topics. And so I like doing that. Um, basically, listening to people's life stories or the advice they have to ha- they have and things like that. So, but the most we've only had it, had on at one time was one person, if I remember correctly. And we haven't had on um, many guests. I know we had my best friend, we had a therapist, we had our mom. Um, uh, I
0: think I missed, uh, I I have to find a one with your mom.
1: Yeah, it was one. It was the episode two or three when we talked about mental health and then we had our therapist on to talk about mental health for the holidays we had my best friend to talk about friend um you know friendships is that it i don't think that's it but this sounds like that's it
0: <laughs> how do you come up with uh the topics that you're going to talk about
1: so she and I both just think of things we want to talk about. So for this year, we came up with a list of topics. And so when we when we are ready to record a podcast, we just pull from the list that we currently have or um, if something happens, like in, the, um, in pop culture. So we don't talk about like current events, but we may talk about something that touched on current events. So like I episode on sexuality. That was based on like what was happening at the time. And we may reference you know a current event or pop culture uh thing in the episode and i know like um i've been seeing a lot of talk about colorism so our next episode that we record will be based on colorism because that's kind of like a hot topic at the moment or it's just something we've been noticing and yeah like we talked about voting on the last episode because that's something that's important and um some of the things that are happening now are a result of people not voting or voting against their best interests. So then we talked about it. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, that brings me to actually the third question uh, (laughs) that I had. Well, it's not even a question. It was something I thought about. Okay, from listening to... um, One thing that I get from my podcast... I will, there there has <clears throat> there has been several of my podcasts that I picked from, like, oh, I listen to somebody else. I listen to Kev and somebody else talk about this issue. And I was like, I would like to talk about this issue with some other people. Hmm. And so that's normally what I do for, I've done for a few. Um, hmm. um, and there's another podcast I listen to called Talk That Ish. Um, <laughs> and one topic they had was submission in relationships or marriage so it was me uh my cousin and my friend daniel and the three of us were going to record and then two of our other friends showed up and then we all started talking or whatever and i was just like you know what i'm going to record this because i know we're going to have some good stuff so i recorded it but like the first part uh i ended up splitting into two episodes uh the first part was called crazy larry in in tangents and then the second part was the actual topic right and i had to split it because the first stuff the first thing the first stuff we the first hour or so we talked about was so crazy i'm just like i cannot allow this to be (laughs) to be connected to this
1: Mm -hmm. and it was also that was
0: that was like probably i don't edit much for my Mm -hmm. shows That one, I had to edit a lot because I'm just like, okay, I need to edit some of this. (laughs) It's like, because I I plan, because I'm just like, I plan on recording with my pastor next week, so I want to edit (laughs) some of this. And edit some of this. And I'm going to put E for explicit so that if somebody (laughs) listens to it, you know what you're getting into.
1: You already know.
0: Right. But um, I did want to talk to you about, I enjoyed... the conversation that you had talking about uh, voting and about, you know, people using the N-word and different things. Um, I completely agree with you about, I know I was messing with you, but I completely agree with you about not voting for somebody just because they're Black. Yes. Um, <laughs> because uh, as the popular phrase goes, not all skin folk are kin folk.
1: This is true. Because mm-hmm.
0: you can vote, you can vote for, and and it, it is the thing of not everybody, uh, I'm not, I, I don't like to subscribe to the idea that one party is good and one party is inherently bad. Right. I do, I do, however, point out, it's just like, there is one party that is, actively trying to make it harder for certain groups of people to vote because mm-hmm. those people don't vote for them and instead of reaching out to those people they they just rather make it so that they can't participate however yes. the other group is known for take the other group is notoriously known for taking the group that does vote for them for granted mm-hmm <laughs> and that although we may vote for them they don't always show up for us they don't always show up for us yet when they when they really need our vote and we're there for them they win mm-hmm. and then you know we're just like a few years later we're just like yeah but what about this
1: yeah and yeah
0: because i i do not think that republican party is ne is this ne- necessarily necessarily bad it's just that the crazy ones are the ones that are out there the most.
1: Yeah, the crazies are always the loudest.
0: Right is it's always the cra is always the ones who are crazy and don't know what the hell they're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The ones the ones who are moderate and and it's it's so weird being a moderate because one thing I've noticed that I've picked up you know from other people because that's how I get most of my ideas is listening to other Listen to I'm trying to word, I'm trying to figure out how to word this without you jumping on me again. Uh <laughs> I, <laughs> I listen to people who are more who have a greater wealth of knowledge in that particular area than I do.
1: I right. listen to them
0: and I measure it up to what I see and what I already think and see if it makes sense to me. And if mm-hmm. so, I will incorporate it to what I've already think and be like, you know what, that does make sense. And I do see that. And that mm-hmm. is the notion that as far as the left and right, our left and right, like conservatives, liberal, is very different from it is in other countries. Yeah. Because as we've seen, the, the right, the crazies on the right keep going further to the right. Yes. And instead of staying where they are, the people on the left and it's crazy because I'm I'm doing my hands as if this is actually on camera but <laughs> the people on the left to i guess to measure it out to overcorrect they move more yes. to the right so yeah, the
1: position
0: right so the positions they did have that we the positions that we now say are progressive are things that they should have been pushing But because they're still, because unfortunately a lot of them are cowards kind of, and instead of just (laughs) fighting against them, they're like, we have to kind of keep in step. Mm They're going more to the right, which is actually more so in the middle.
1: Yeah, because back in the day, they used to be both kind of towards the middle, leaning left or right, because the goal was to get anybody on either side to vote for you. Right. But now people have gone so far to the extreme left or right to where it's just basically like you just on one side of the line and you're never gonna cross to the other side, regardless. It's just like I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm gonna be that to the day I die. And it's like not in your best interest, nor is it logical in the grand scheme of things to just vote for someone just because they're in your party, because that doesn't mean they agree with you like Trump. Was not a Republican at all whatsoever. He just t- chose Republican because he said he thought he could win. So, and Bernie Sanders isn't a Democrat. He's an independent, but he chose it because that's how he figured he could get nominated and could win. Right. So it doesn't really make sense to be so far right or far left because it's just that's where we are now. It's caused this giant divide in our election, which is not going to get better. It's just going to get worse.
0: Right, we are so, and it's and it's not just in politics. We are so humans are so tribalistic. You can, people can be split off of anything. Just look at sports. It's just like people people will fight each other over teams that they have no money in. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. like you don't you don't play for this team. Um, you're not getting a paycheck for them but you're willing to fight somebody because they said something about somebody who doesn't know you exist.
1: Just an emotional investment that's taken too far.
0: Right. But, uh, but no, like I completely agree. And it's always, and as far as like, you know, just because they're black, like there's somebody, there's some, there's some people who I look to, uh, like uh, we're having, uh, you know, the election year and a bunch of ads i'm looking at a couple of people just like hmm, like a vote for this person but i'm looking at voting for this other person because oh what they said you know they have a good point it's just like we've been voting for this person but what exactly have they done that and if sense. you know and also it's like okay they they may have done something they may have done a few things but it's also like how long have they been? How long have they held this position? Like you've been in the Senate or the House for this long and we still have all these condemned budgets. Like We still have a lot that needs to be done that shouldn't have been done. And mm-hmm. I also think that it is important to also temper your expectations. It's just mm-hmm. like they didn't get something done one did I vote like for people where when they were saying about Obama, it's just like yeah, Obama could have done more however mm-hmm. it's like that is like it's like yeah there's there's some things he should have done there's some things he let go into the table that should have been handled uh that's never I don't I don't there's never not gonna be a I don't even think that's an argument. I think that should be an argument that he could have done more. But
1: well, because also, it makes me wonder if people actually know how much he has done. Because right. one day I was um, thinking about Trump, I was like, well, what has he done good since he's been in office? Because, you know, the news only talks about negative, people always talk about negative. Right. So I, I typed into Google um, Trump administration's like um, track record or something. I typed in and I actually got like a long list of stuff he's done. And it's, like, not all good. It's good and bad. But I think if we actually looked at what these people are actually doing, somebody's tracking it somewhere online. And so it's, like, if you look at it, it's, like, well, what have they done? Like, I really want to know what Mitch McConnell has done in office because he's been there for 50 years. Like, what has he done since he's been in office? Has he done anything noteworthy? Like, what has he done that makes him still worthy of being there? Right.
0: And it's, like, the, it's well it's been and, and like as far as like uh people like presidents, like I'm saying, it's the thing of okay, they can make, you know, they they have a they have a lot of things they could do, but because of the way our country is set up, there are some things that they don't have the power to do because we don't want that one person having all that power. And so it is a lot of things of just like, okay, we voted them in. But did we vote in people who would actually support them and push the thing that we want for them forward? Exactly. And if you're not voting for, like, in local elections and different things, if you're not putting people in place that best match what the best match your values and what you want, you know, different uh, issues that you want to address. If you if you're not voting for those people to be put in place. Then, you know, different things that you want aren't go- aren't going to get done because
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, because you know they're they're just not going to be going for it. Um,
1: yeah, and that's why it's it's super important to research the people we vote for because just voting straight party doesn't always work out in our favor because somebody could just go for a party in a certain area because they know that the people in this area always vote for this party. So I'm guaranteed to win. But if you research these people, like the dude uh, Dan- Daniel Cameron in Kentucky, like um, he was Republican, so straight-ticket Republicans were going to vote for him. But then other Black people may have voted for him just because he was Black. And so he won, but then now we see that <laughs> he didn't even deserve the position that he was in. He didn't even do any criminal law, so what made him worthy of even being a tiny general?
0: Yeah, we've we've. <laughs> it's funny enough that you you uh, say that because there's a lot of people. Uh, if it, if there's anything I could give Trump credit for, is misdirection, because there's a lot of people that they push to get like Supreme Court seats in different places. That, as you said, they hadn't even done a case they hadn't they, they hadn't even done anything in court yet
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're giving them these positions and that's just so happened when he'll say something crazy on twitter and so people are talking about what he said instead of the people that he's pushing that's going to be there for you know their lifetime
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: but he's but like as far as you said uh, you were talking about Mitch McConnell a lot of people there I've seen there's some people in congress whatever that are like 80 something years old or whatever you know hella old and they're just like there's just nobody to run against them
1: yeah even Bernie Sanders he's been in congress for decades most of them have Sheila Jackson Lee um she's out of Houston if you ever see her she has like always this elaborate braided hairstyle she's been in office for like 30 something years and um but from what i heard the people love her in her district so um it kind of makes sense but a lot of these people have been there for a long time and there are no term limits for congress which seems unfair if you think about it because if the president has term limits why wouldn't congress and congress of course voted to take away their own term limits some years ago if that makes sense
0: (laughs) i i i personally i personally think like you there should be term limits because Okay, I've either, t- you know, have there be term limits so that there's only so many, t- so that somebody is not, uh, I, don't, I don't want to put this, somebody, they can't just depend on this to be like, oh, well, I could just sit in here and I could just chill, whatever. It's just like, no, mm-hmm. you have a certain amount of time to, you know, be here. Yeah. Um, so,
1: so if you mean it. If you right. really want to do something, like you're going to do it. But at this point, if you've been there like 40, 50 years, you're just waiting out retirement at this point.
0: <laughs> right. And I and I also think it's, it would be good to have a, a term limit because ideally you want younger people in.
1: Mm-hmm. You you
0: want, you want, and, and not just, I don't want to just say younger, but you want people, because I think a lot of, a lot of problems is we have older people and and a lot of times people are just like well this is the way it's always been done so let's keep it this way and it's just like but there's better ways to do it Mm -mm. you're there's what we're
1: gonna keep doing
0: (laughs) right and it's just like they want to they they want to keep things the way it was because that's the way it was and they don't want to bother moving things forward and it's just like Mm -hmm. you're you're making laws for a time that's no longer here Exactly. It's just like you, it's like, you you. look at it and there's all these old white people, maybe a few women around, maybe a few little brown specks here and there, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and, and you can tell when you hear them, when you see them trying to do something to connect to people even our age, and it's just mm-hmm. cringy because it's just like, you don't really get this medium. You don't mm-hmm. really get the technology that you're messing with, you know, that's why it's crazy the like certain certain crimes online it's like there's they're still like behind as far as like writing laws for it because a lot of people
1: exactly. a lot of
0: people making the laws don't really understand it and they're not talking to the people who do know what's going on
1: exactly exactly it's like watching the hearings about facebook it's like y'all barely know what facebook is yet you're trying to ask this young guy questions about this product you've made and you sounding old <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and the funny thing is, and they're sitting there, they're talking, they're they're fixing their glasses, and it's like they're they're talking like they got them, and they're just like, so how does this? And you're like listening to it, it's just like, how do you not get this? How did you not mm-hmm. research this before you came up here asking this dude questions? Mm-hmm.
1: They just had their interns research it, and their interns using words they don't know.
0: <laughs> so explain to me the Facebook. It's like what? <laughs> But no, but I, uh, I know it's getting late. I've already held you for so much longer than what I intended to. Thank you so much for your time. I would love to get you back on here. Um, yeah, maybe even your sister too. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah,
1: she was low key jealous. She's like, wait, you going on a podcast without me?"
0: <laughs> if well, know what if I knew? Well, no, what fine. Next time we'll we'll, we'll get together. Uh, and I. I'll, I can do the both of you or maybe I don't know if your if your husband is fine with recording something. We can do Ooh, something I with that. Yeah, me, me and my wife can interview the two of you uh to to talk about your things with uh being married during a pandemic yeah. and having to be at home with each other, be like, you know when I said forever,
1: um <laughs> you're kind of getting on <laughs> my
0: nerves. But
1: no. Well, we have a different story. So that would be interesting to talk about that. And um, I would like to have you on um, our podcast to talk to you, talk to you about what it's like raising Daniel, Um, how you and your wife, um, you know, adapted and what you've learned and, you know, um, what works for y'all.
0: I would love to talk about it. Um, So if you or oh, if you text me now, if you wouldn't mind uh, <laughs> dropping some of your socials so that people know uh, where they can find you. Right.
1: right. So um, I spend all my time on Instagram. So um, I am Marcia A. Garnett, so M-A-R-C-I-A-A-G-A-R-N-E-T-T on Instagram. And then I have a Instagram for my business page, which is Emerald Garnett Editing, and um, I'm also on Discord, <laughs> for Kev's Discord. But that's really, I spend all my time on Instagram. I don't be on Facebook. I don't be on TikTok or Snapchat. OnlyFans, I'm not on any of that, just Instagram.
0: I hope you don't have an OnlyFans. i going to be like, hey, 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 what you doing? <laughs>
1: Yeah, all, you can find me on Instagram and then we also have Instagram for our podcast Hey Sissy Podcast and we also have YouTube and you can find us on all podcast platforms
0: okay cool and if if you wouldn't mind to shoot me that afterwards so that I can put it in the description for anybody who wants to you know get your services later and like I said uh, I know my wife would like your, your info uh, I know that was, that was one thing to help those like hey look look she's doing the thing you like to do look look <laughs> um but thank you for listening to uh bold expressions i appreciate my guests once once again as i always say uh time is so important because you can't get it back you can never no matter what you do you can never get your time back so i appreciate you spending whatever time you have listening to me and talking to me because you could be doing anything else in the world and you decided to do this so i am highly great uh, grateful uh if you would like to uh, hit me up, you can hit me up on both Twitter and Instagram, Bold Expressions, BLD Expressions. Once again, that is Bold Expressions on Twitter and Instagram, BLD Expressions. Or you can hit me up on my email, CTL6985 at gmail.com. Uh, let me know how you like the interview, whatever. Uh, hit me up if you want to be interviewed, whatever. I'm, I'm down for whatever. I'm trying to shoot out these podcasts. Uh, have a good day. Good morning. Good evening. whenever you listen to this and as always, don't be so busy proving your point that you forget your purpose.
1: Amen.